Yeah, yeah. Uh. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. Yeah. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. We the one. We the one. Yeah, out of the darkness, I rose up. Gold in my soul, it's a gold rush. Yeah, yeah. Hit it, Maestro. After the party, it's the after party. Man, I tried to fool you, but you you were on point, man. You on I'm, point. I'm this good is... now, man. I'm I'm like I'm focused. You the man. Focused. You I'm focused, man. My money on my mind, man. Y'all listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast after party number nineteen. Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. If you are not offended by some of the things we say, we will be offended. So we hope that you're something offended. something wrong with you. If you ain't offended by it, there's something wrong with you. You need to exactly. check yourself. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Drees, this man, he was high on methamphetamines, the crystal meth, and he woke up on a pile of meth and a pile of chicken fingers when the police came and got him. Assess this. Okay, wait, he was on meth and woke mm-hmm. up on a pile of chicken wings. I think he winning because there's it, a whole lot of things can be worse to wake it up on if you're on meth to wake up on a pile of stuff. So the fact that he had a pile of chicken fingers, I think that's pretty good. I think he winning. He winning today. Because <laughs> it could be a whole lot worse. <laughs> and chicken wings is expensive, man, but he was high. I think he got arrested because either he was high or he was near the pile of meth that really couldn't explain too good as to how he wound up on said pile of meth. So uh, we'll see how that works out. But yeah, man. It's and like, so he was, he was on a pile of meth or a pile of chicken fingers. He was like, on a pile you, of meth and a pile of chicken fingers when he woke up. Okay. So like, yeah, so I can, I can probably figure out a way to explain that. I was I, <laughs> like, I had these pile of, of, of chicken fingers and then I guess, it might have been some folks who was addicted to meth wanted my chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and they started trading me stuff. <laughs> I'll figure out, like, I'll, I'll figure out a way to explain it. I'll be like, well, this is only part of the chicken fingers. I ate the rest of them and I passed out. Then when I, it wasn't no meth here when I fell asleep and passed out with a food coma <laughs> when I caught the itis and I woke up this meth, how this meth get here? I don't know. I don't use that. Yeah, so. And that's the truth, officer. It was no meth here when I fell asleep. <laughs> it was Damn. all gone. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Uh, the U.S. says in 2020, it had its highest, its biggest one-year increase in murders in 2020, man. They blaming the pandemic, people robbing to eat, uh, less to less things to do, the whole nine yards, no sports. So the biggest one year so jump in in murders. It, What's that? It ain't it ain't people robbing each other, whatever. It's people being around each other for mm-hmm. extended periods of time. Because mm-hmm. I think the science will show that you more likely to murder somebody you know than a complete stranger. Right. Yeah. So you ain't just murdering complete strangers just yeah. randomly. It's usually somebody you know within your circle. And the pandemic put you spending a lot of time with people you know, and it put a lot of extra pressure on you in ways, you know, that you know we just don't realize or haven't been under before. 
So I think that was that was that combination there. It proves to be deadly. Yeah, yeah, man. People better be like Al Green and let's stay together. Because if you didn't came through this, your marriage <laughs> or your relationship, or whatever, you good to go. Like if you married, you might as well just go ahead on and stay married. If you came through this, and if you in a long term relationship with your boo or fiance, y'all might as well just go ahead and get married. Because I mean. You can't get you no worse than the pandemic. You, yeah. you done did it. You everybody get a get a get a gold star for getting through this shit, man. This is this is some crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. Um, you remember the people they acting up on the planes once they had the four flights punching people in the face and they gotta put the uh the handcuffs on people and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. So so Delta is saying that people shouldn't be allowed to go from airline to airline. Like if they get kicked off of Delta, they shouldn't be allowed to fly on another airline. They saying that it should be like an all airline registry. And if you get kicked off one airline, you get kicked off all of them. Now, I thought this is how it is, but it's by the airline. So technically speaking, if you get kicked off Delta, you can go and fly Southwest. So what's up with that, man? You know, okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit mixed feelings with this. Part of it, I kind of agree with, right? Like if you act in the fool at one airline, odds are you probably at the fool at another airline. So I understand like this common like no fly list if you've been acting up and acting a fool because technically they all in the same building, right? <laughs> they all in the same building. <laughs> yeah. You know, but on the other side, I can see too that some airlines is more janky than other airlines, <laughs> right? So I can see how your short, like your your patience, it would be shorter with one airline than with another, depending on what that airline is and what they do. So I can kind of see some some nuance in there as well. Dang, it's uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but it's like if they put this registry together, it's going to be a whole lot of people that ain't going to be flying because, you know, they have an incidence daily, daily. And these uh, poor uh, yeah. flight attendants, man, that ain't right, man. That ain't right. Yeah, yeah. And and then, you know, you you kind of like, well, what gets you on the um, no-fly list for, like, acting up at the, you know, at the thing? Like, of course, probably, like, fighting or, like, hitting somebody else or doing whatever. Like, yeah, that could get you on the list. But is it, like... You're not wearing your mask or not wanting to put on your mask. Are you banned from all airlines? Or if you, you say something smart to the flight attendant, right? Or something that you don't like. And you do have a history of airlines sometimes randomly kind of singling out people for no reason, right? Like I'm thinking back to some of the stories we covered about like what women wear onto a flight. Yeah. Like some people say like, oh, that's not acceptable, right? And I like, but when you look at it, it's like, what was wrong with that? Now if they get banned from all the flights everywhere because of something like that. That's, you know, that's kind of like infringing on the consumer rights. Yeah, I think it's more felonies than anything else, like punching a flight attendant in the face or if they got to get a marshal on the plane or stop the plane and land to arrest you, then you'll be done on all the airlines. So I can see that. But yeah, you, you're right, man. In terms of smaller things that are felonies or you haven't get arrested, um, I think they can push that to the wayside. But I think they're talking about straight felonies, assault, shit like that on a plane, which people ain't supposed to be doing. Um, in case you fly Delta, they are now serving rosé 
one of the uh, few airlines that's serving alcoholic beverages these days. So uh, just in case you fly uh, Delta, you can get you a, a glass of rosé. Oh, they upscale now. They fancy. Fancy. Yeah. I don't uh, possess the points uh, to go ahead and fly Delta, but uh, I have to check in with some people to do. I might be getting on a plane, uh, empty plane, hopefully, on Delta and going somewhere this fall, and uh, I'll be sure to have a couple of glasses of rosé and bring my straw so I can put it right under my mask. So, uh, yeah, that's nobody... right. You do have to use the straw now because you can't be sipping, you can't be pulling out of your mask. Yeah, I just tell them that I'm bring my own cup, my own plastic cup from home, put it in my carry on and my uh straw, and I'll be good to go. So, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what's up with that. Man, YouTube, man, they out here banning these anti vaccine um activists and they blocking the uh accounts. When they on here talking this anti-vaccine stuff, man. Well, they, they you know, they, they should block him because it's just like, you know, it's it's one thing with like freedom of speech and like people putting stuff out there. And then there's other things of just people just putting out like falsehoods or just nonsense. And it's is actually having an impact on people's health and ability to kind of, um, you know, just manage this global pandemic. So like, yeah, they should do something about that. And they have a responsibility as a media platform. And I think that's that's what Facebook, right, is, is challenged with. Like, what are the, what's the balance between free speech and this idea of like, you are kind of just spreading disinformation that can be harmful. So yeah. it's the same thing with this, with, you know, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, I think these social media platforms, they have some responsibility uh, to, to society. Man, I think they need to tell people that um, if they get the COVID and they unvaccinated, that uh, it'll increase their melanin. And then uh, people need to figure that out for themselves. Like, oh, no, I don't want oh, that. They'll, I don't they'll want definitely that. not take that joint. I don't want that. <laughs> Tonight in America, vaccine rates are at an all-time high. This after a YouTube video posted saying that melanin rates would increase for those who did not get the vaccine. <laughs> the ultimate misinformation campaign. Exactly. That's gonna be our uh, that's gonna be our video. So we'll see how this goes. Okay, Dateline, Illinois. A man, he woke up in the middle of the night. This is a true story. This is Halloween themed, but it really didn't happen. He woke up in the middle of the night. He left the window open. A bat flew in to his bedroom. He woke up in the middle of the night. The bat was on his shoulder, right near his neck. He died from rabies, bro. They believe it was from the bat. Dude, that was a vampire. That was a regular bat. If he flew into his window by his neck. And then he died of rabies. That sounds like a vampire to me. And it's close to Halloween too. Yeah, you ain't convincing me. That that's 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 a vampire. Man, I don't mess with vampires, black vampires, Bella Lugosi, the vampire crime. <laughs> none of them. I don't mess with none of the man, Morgan Freeman. I don't mess with vampires, bro. It's something supernatural, and I don't understand it. Transylvania, all that. I don't, I don't mess with that, bro. Um, I got a true story from the job. So, you know, I work with the community. But no, wait, wait. Th didn't they say like the, 
COVID came from bats. <laughs> they did say like that. So. They did say that. <laughs> oh my God, that might be how COVID got started. Just like Man, that. If you if you get vaccinated, would the vaccine help you against bat rabies? No, speaking? I think it's safe to say no because one, I would have a heart attack. <laughs> no vaccine. <laughs> Gonna stop you from having a heart attack if a bat come in my window and laying on my neck <laughs> and start trying to give me rabies, I'm gonna die of a heart attack. Man, the deal is like a bat is like a jellyfish, right? If you see it, you already bit, it's over with. I mean, uh, you could get around a jellyfish bite, but if a bat didn't bit you, it's a wrap. It's over. Okay, I got a true story. So you know, in my job, I have to share information with the public, right? So yep. there was a division in the company and before they could go out and do this larger project, they had to do what's called a bat census, B-A-T census. So yep. in the neighborhood where they had to gather this information, they had on these vests and stuff and they were supposed to go out within like this four block radius and observe, you know, the number of bats that they saw because it's like environmental impact statements and all that stuff, right? What? So they didn't, I guess they didn't want to destroy the natural habitat so the bats or so do something that would affect their ecosystem, right? Yes, yes. This is very important. So they was going to do this bat census, and they told me literally about maybe four to six hours before they was going to do it, they was like, uh, we just want to let you know we're going to be in XYZ neighborhood today, and we're going to be doing a bat census as a team of three of us. And I got to get on the horn. I was just like, uh, no, y'all not going to be doing this today. Now, this is at a time when people was, um, it was a lot of home robberies and stuff, home invasions, and people was just getting shot in the face because uh, they was rolling up on the wrong house and um, these homeowners wasn't treating them too gently. I was like, now look, there's been these home invasions and people be getting shot. And you telling me, you know, less than six hours before you go out and do this bat census, that you're going to do the bat census. I was like, no, you need to get on the horn with your boss. One thing led to another. They delayed the bat census. We had to put, you know, some little flyers out, let everybody know, like, hey, they're going to have their little jackets on. It's going to be, a, you can't count bats during the day. So oh, so they was going to be like, they was going to be walking around in the yeah. neighborhood, yes. looking around people's yards mm -hmm. at nighttime. In the backyard. Yeah, that, that's and a little dangerous. And then, and then your excuse is, I'm doing a bat census? Yeah, oh, hell no, that. you ain't doing no bats. There ain't no such thing. Exactly. So they delayed. They got the little, you know, jackets together, the little day glow outfits. And we was able to let the, the neighborhood know and stuff. And it went off without a hitch. But I was just like, you ain't going to be counting these damn bats in the damn daytime or in the nighttime. And not telling it's these all willy-nilly talking about yeah. you counting bats. Running up on people's properties, so that's a good way to get your ass shot. Like if you ain't, if your name ain't Bruce Wayne, don't be counting no damn bats you, you at catch night. Catch a baseball no. bat, exactly or rabies, you know. So shit, don't do oh, that. Lord. Unbelievable. Um, let's see. New York City: A man died after he fell while he was surfing on top of a train in New York. Man, he was surfing on top of the train. Mm-hmm. I've got so many questions with that. Like, how did he get on the train? Why would he do that? Man, I, 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 so many questions. And like, yeah, but the logical conclusion is that he would die. Yeah. Like, if you if you're surfing on the train, 
it, it just sounds like, yeah, you're going to die. It's like an elevated train. So the train could have been at the station. It could have stopped. He could have been in the train, you know, bust a little uh, window open and, um, you know, the door between the cars climbed up, got on top, but it was at an elevated section. Sometimes those trains stop, you know, very um, quickly. Yeah, abruptly. And it, it, it just sounds like there was no way for him not to die. Because even if you if you on an elevated train and it go underground, is there enough clearance for you to, mm -mm. even if you lay down to clear the tunnel? Like, and even if you're in the tunnel, like, it's just, I, it just, it was so many ways to die doing that. That, yeah. That's only movie stuff, man. So, you know, if you ain't the Silver Surfer or a Spider-Man, you really don't need to be surfing on these damn trains, bro. But what made you decide to surf a a train, though, of, of all things? You can actually go out surfing for real in the ocean. You know, it ain't safe, but you can even surf on a car and have a good friend drive it. At least you kind of, like, have some control over that. But a train? Yeah, man, that's stupid. That's stupid. So... I don't know that level of boredom. We're like, like say it out loud. Be like, oh, today I'm gonna go ride on the top of the train. Just, just get on top of the train and just roll around the city. That's what I'm gonna do today. Really, really. So yeah, man, died, bro. So again, um, stupidity. Uh, I, I hate to hear that, but like, man, that was. I don't know if you can do that without dying. Exactly. That's like uh, law of uh, unintended consequences, but also a law of stupidity, man. Law of stupidity. Man, they revealed uh, three statues um, in New York, one of George Floyd, one of uh, John Lewis, and one of Breonna, uh, Breonna Taylor. Some idiot, It's a, they were all gold statues. Um, not solid gold, but gold or bronze statues, uh, metallic uh, looking. Some idiot took white paint, man. The statue's been out there less than a week and defaced the George uh, Floyd uh, monument. Wow, that is just like... Yeah, I have no words for that. No words for that. It's just like what the motivation behind it. The, just I I don't know. I don't have any words for that. That's that's just pure hate, man. I mean, that artist took their time and got commissioned, and you know, put uh, those figures. I mean, these are huge. You know, like uh, busts, like you know, like how you get your bust in like the Hall of Fame for sports Hall yeah. of Fame, especially like the NFL Hall of Fame. They were huge busts just on his head. Um, and it looked great and uh, out there less than a week uh, and uh, this idiot they caught him on tape splashed a white paint on him so they're looking for him uh, his ass looks like damn Yukon Cornelius one of them L's from the Rudolph the Red Nose wow. Reindeer Christmas special hope they catch his janky ass and lock him up for a long time man that'd be that yeah, that's be like you said no, that's just like pure hate because it doesn't just doesn't make any sense otherwise that's ridiculous, man. It's hate in their heart, man. And that can be construed as a hate crime as well. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep tabs on that and see what's going on on that. Okay. So, you know, um, the government has put some money together for the states to go ahead and, um, you know, fight COVID and the whole nine yards, right? Uh, this lady, she's old as hell. 70-year-old Kay Ivey. She's the governor of um, Alabama. She signed a bill or signed legislation Friday to allow $400 million in COVID-19 relief funding to go towards building new prisons in Alabama. Wait, how, how you do that? 
that sounds all kind of ways illegal. So you mean yeah. you got COVID relief funds and somehow you figure out a way to funnel it back to building more prisons? Two-fifths of a billion dollars. Wow. I, I can't even, my mind won't even let me figure out a connection point between those two. Like, what is the, what is the connection point? Maybe it, it wasn't one at all. It's just like, I'm just going to take this money and use it for something completely different. And I think based upon those numbers that we saw last time that Alabama wasn't doing too good in fighting COVID or people, you know, was resistant of the vaccine or whatever. I see why, because they holding up $400 million instead of helping people out and getting these vaccines out. They build a new prison. Yeah. That's unbelievable, man. Two fifths of a billion dollars, man. Four hundred million dollars. So I don't know if that's like final or if the legislature down there has to approve it. She's a Republican governor. And um, we'll see if, um, you know, they go ahead and pass that, man. But yeah, man. Has to build more prisons. And shoot, it probably would make the spread of COVID even worse because, you you know, you got folks in prison, confined spaces. So it would probably do the opposite of what it was intended to do. Mm-mm-mm. Ridiculous. Um, put this, if you have this on your bingo card for 2021. Former President Orange, number 45, is endorsing Stacey Abrams for governor of Georgia because uh, Brian Kemp, he is running against Stacey Abrams for governor of Georgia that's the guy that would not find Trump the 11,000 votes that he needed to win Georgia. So, um, yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is all kind of ways just, just jacked up. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't... <laughs> so he, oh, my Lord. I don't know if I would want that endorsement, to be perfectly honest with you. And, and and she don't want it. And, you know, it's probably like it's a trash endorsement, but it's it's just like that's that's how spiteful he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that just shows you how spiteful he is. He's like, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna endorse the other candidate just because you, you wouldn't steal the election for me. That's <laughs> that's just crazy. That just shows you how crazy. Yeah, that yeah, that just shows you how crazy he is. Mm, mm, mm. Man, so we've been talking about these baby reveal parties, right? Yeah, the ones that started wildfires and everything else. Yeah, yeah. So this is a little different, but this is sad, bro. This guy, he was a cancer survivor. He had a birthday party. A beer keg that was at the party, they was using that to celebrate. It exploded and killed him. What? So, you know, that's like CO2 and pressurizing. Yeah, inside, like yeah. yeah. And uh, so, aluminum can, so it's kind of like a bomb, basically. Man, yeah, so something went wrong, and boom, man, uh, the keg exploded and killed him, man. That's horrible. I had a birthday coming up, and I, I guess I'm not getting no um, kegs of beer. No, that's man, like just, That's horrible. Some, some bubbly and whatnot, man. That's sad, bro. It's like, you didn't survive something like that. You're having a good time. And then out of left field, bloom, man. That's crazy, man. Wow. That's crazy. Man, man. And I man. wonder who would be responsible for that. Is that the the, the beer king company? Maybe it's the beer company because they probably got more, more deeper pockets. But like, yeah, that's that's crazy. 
And you know, there's plenty of uh, injury attorneys uh, around us can find blame and, and pass that on, man. So we'll keep and an eye and on that. The, the bad part about it, they're going to say like, well, everybody was drinking. They did something they wasn't supposed to do, right? Because everybody was drinking. They was, so was drunk. Like, yeah, 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 that's like that's the nature of it. Like they did something, it was user error because they was drinking. So exactly. Like, I, I don't man, I don't even know how wow. Hey, you know the, you know the defense attorney's gonna be like, uh, we sell millions of beer kegs every year. We don't have any fatalities until these drunk people got together at a party and then all of a sudden it exploded. Uh yep, they were, that's what they're gonna say. Somebody did something they wasn't supposed to do because they was impaired by drinking. They were smoking and they were clearly intoxicated, Your Honor. This is not our fault. This is not our fault. Did you like my defense attorney voice? This yeah, it sounded very professional, like you passed the bar in, in several states. <laughs> probably, probably like Alabama, Mississippi. <laughs> That's some funny stuff. That's some funny stuff. Bro, tell me about one story that I may have not heard about. Oh, man, so... Um, this one story, and I um I kind of talked about this a little bit, but um now you have hospitals, right, that are seeing staff members get assaulted as Damn. they're doing their work, you know, towards COVID and other things that you know they're they're getting assaulted. So it's almost kind of like the airlines, right? You know how we talk about like airline. Yeah. Um, you know, flight attendants, they were like the front lines of, you know, having people like put on your mask and whatever. And they were just getting really abused. Right. And mistreated, you know, and some physically injured. So now you have the same thing happening with hospital staff where they are engaging with the public, but they are being like mistreated yelled at in some instances like attacked and so you you kind of see this pattern and especially as the the pressure gets on of like hospitals um they're trying to figure out how do they deal with this you know the delta variant and just kind of the rising kind of covid cases even though it's kind of peaked a little bit you have certain areas that are still dealing with surges so like i think that's going to be you know, important for us to kind of keep an eye on and think about and this connection between airlines and hospitals and how folks are responding. Man, these people better uh, straighten up, man, because, you know, it's going to be a lot of holiday gatherings. Thanksgiving is coming up. Christmas is coming up. Um, you know, some other holidays as well, man. So people need to get it together because these people, you know, you getting together and you may or may not be vaccinated, but you're getting together with family members and you're going to go in and try and assault these nurses hospital staff and doctors that's trying to save your life. I ain't with that, man. Go ahead and get them out of the paint. They don't act a fool, man. Stay on fault that they would be in there, man. So you're right. We've got to keep an eye on this and everybody stay safe. If you got a mask on and another person got a mask on, vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can go ahead and cut down that uh, exchange of droplets by about yeah, 95%. And, and, and I, I wear a mask everywhere now, no matter like, where, where I'm at or who I'm with because eventually somebody you're going to be close by is probably going to test positive for yeah. COVID. And I want to have to prevent from having a quarantine. And sometimes like wearing out masks, even though you might have come in contact with somebody who <coughs> tests positive, at least you kind of got that protection of the mask and you don't have to quite quarantine 
like right away, right? Because you were masked. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. important. The other thing is too, man, is that Halloween is going to be on a weekend. So people going to be drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and bringing their drunk asses into work. Man, how people incorporate these masks into their, uh, you know, Halloween outfits, man. <laughs> So yeah, you're right. That's that's something to think about now, cause like, cause most people are thinking, well, I'm gonna be outside trick or treating. I ain't really gotta wear anything over my my nose or my mouth because I'm gonna be outside. But a lot of that, right? You're gonna be still, you know, if you're close by other people or kind of walking up to people's houses and stuff. You're right. It's that could be a potentially dangerous situation there to be right. unmasked. That's right. Only give candy out to the children that got their mask on. No mask, no candy. Put a big sign up, big letters, put it on your front door if you're passing out candy. Oh, yeah. You'll it. see all the kids fall in line with that one. Exactly. Shit, give them some masks for uh, Halloween if they ain't got no masks. Like, oh, this is go great with your little costume. What are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you a vampire with a mask. How about that? So, yeah. Man, bro, that's all I got, man. Your boy is sleepy. I'm about to go to sleep, man. This is past my bedtime today, man. I don't know what's going on. I'm sleepy. Dude, it's, 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 it's been a long week. You know, as we go into the fall, too, what's messing with you, Nook, though, is it's getting darker earlier. Yeah. So it feels later. Even though it's, it's like not that late, it feels later because it's getting darker. So it's like that time change is messing with you because it's messing with me, too. Exactly. Then to be uh, dark in the morning too, man, that's the worst. Go home, uh, go to work yeah. in the dark and come home in the dark. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, listen, you've been listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast After Party, number 19. This is our episode number 64. As you know, the Digital Gumbo Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcast. Download, subscribe, rate, review and share today and tell a friend about the digital gumbo podcast we out here trying to grow this podcast download subscribe follow rate review and share and tell a friend about the digital gumbo podcast today Uh, we are on instagram we are on twitter and just do a search for us and you'll find us um and of course um what else was i gonna say Man, um, you know, our past episodes, our library episodes is available. A lot of people catching up from the summer and whatnot on some past episodes. So if you missed an episode, no problem. We got uh, they're available for you. And just uh, do a Google search for the Digital Gumbo Podcast. That get you right where you need to be in terms of our library of shows. When we uh, come back with our next episode, T. Petty will be back. Can't wait. We will uh, definitely get her, that's right, definitely get her take on uh, what's going on in the news. And remember, the Digital Gumbo Podcast lives at the intersection of news, current events, race, culture, and politics. And the intersection is located right next to the liquor store. Is that an accurate description of our podcast, bro? <laughs> that, is, that is a perfect description. <laughs> that's what's up, that's what's up. Man, until next time, you good, man, we out. I'm good. Peace, everybody. Peace, everybody. Stay safe.